My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. There's a movie called Two Night Stand. I'm not sure if you've heard of it or if you've even seen it, but it's not the best romantic comedy that I've ever seen. The Apple TV description is, quote, a snowstorm forces two people who made an online connection to unwillingly extend their one night stand as the blizzard goes through the night. It's starring Miles Teller, and I have to admit, as much as I do like Miles Teller, it's just not that great of a movie, but that's okay. I love the idea behind it. The original basis for a column that I wrote called Hibernation Girlfriend was kind of derived from this movie. In Michigan, when I was living there way back, uh, probably it was six years ago, and it was one of the coldest winters that I'd experienced in a long time. At one point, I remember looking on Snapchat when, you know, people actually use Snapchat, and the temperature on Snapchat was negative 23 degrees. While I've been in colder weather, not much colder weather, it was still the coldest I'd been in a very, very long time. Someone that was single, me, And just the idea that I wanted to be with somebody, which, you know, kind of lingered throughout most of my 20s, caused me to go on Sunday Scaries and write a blog post that was soliciting a hibernation girlfriend. Really, I just wanted a girlfriend. And so what was in that application that people could actually fill out and submit to me were what streaming passwords they had, what cold weather drink of choice they had, their favorite rom-coms, lazy Sunday outfit of choice, and more. I go back and I read a lot of those columns from way back when, and honestly, I cringe, and this one is not different in that respect. Right now, the circumstances have taken precedence over convenience when it comes to actually dating and making those online connections like you found in Two Night Stand. And the things that come out of those circumstances can oftentimes be surprising. Five months after writing that column, I met the woman that I'd eventually marry in person. This week, we have five more stories about how people just like you have met someone in quarantine. These are those stories. Unlike a lot of the stories from last week, this first one began with not a dating app, but with a good old-fashioned matchmaker. Dylan, 28, wrote in, She's from my city, Memphis, but currently lives in Nashville, which is a little over three hours away. She was staying with her parents for a few weeks since she was working from home. We have a mutual friend who thought we might hit it off, and after verifying that neither of us were seeing anybody, the mutual friend shot me her number. No information about this girl, no suggestions, just a phone number and later a screenshot from her Instagram. I'm not the type of guy to shoot this type of shot, but she was stunning. So I shot. We communicated through text messages for about a week, at which point Memphis began allowing some restricted restaurant dining. She agreed to go on a date and I picked her up at her parents' house like we were 16 years old. I took her to the rooftop of my office building for a glass of wine and to watch the sunset over the Mississippi River. This was both by design and necessity. Because of dining restrictions, the earliest reservation I could get was for 8.30 p.m. The rest of the evening was wonderful, and a week later, we were on a second date, seated on a picnic blanket, sharing wine and watching the sunset over a lake. We picked up sushi later, which we ate in my car in the parking lot, and I ended the date by stealing a kiss in her parents' driveway. Risky in this age, but sure, worth it. It's now a month later and we're a full-blown item. Is that what the kids say these days? She returned to Nashville a few days after our second date, but we've made it work. We talk on the phone and text every day, and we saw each other a few weeks ago when when I found myself in Nashville. Knock on wood, but it's going great. At this age, I think you just know when it's good and it would be silly to pass on it simply because of a global health pandemic. 
But even though this story had a happy ending, as we know, not all do. As you can see from our next story, the monotony of online dating and digital communication can wear on you. Anyone that's ever dated online, been on a dating app or a dating website knows that sometimes you can fall into a rut when it comes to just constantly texting rather than, you know, having face-to-face -face conversations or having an actual physical touch. Anyone who's been in a long-distance relationship also knows that absence doesn't actually make the heart grow fonder all the time. Inconvenience can trump the original spark, and if you're not sold from the beginning, the likelihood of it working kind of plummets. The water just gets murky. Kenya27 wrote in, Hi. Okay, so my internet boyfriend and I matched on Hinge the week before quarantine officially began. It's been about three months of communication and literal talking. Quote, internet boyfriend, end quote, seems like the best way to describe him as we've only seen each other IRL five times in three months. We went on our first date, a 10-mile hike, which was the only thing that there is to do right now, and after a month and a half of constant texts, FaceTime dates, the true telltale sign of a budding relationship, the exchanging of memes via Instagram DMs. Quarantine dating feels like we're moving at a snail's pace, but on the other hand, I know a lot about a person that I've only been on five actual dates with. We actively acknowledge how weird it is to date at this moment in time and considering there's a whole pandemic happening. It feels like peak millennial that the two of us are concerned about dating when a fatal, mysterious virus is kind of taking over the planet. I don't think I've ever taken this much time to get to know someone before hooking up with them, and I'm not sure what that says about me. He's definitely brought, up, brought me up meeting his family, and on our fifth date this past weekend, he assumed he was meeting my mom. He didn't meet her because I didn't really think that we were at that point. I think I'm in uncharted territory. What's the protocol in quarantine dating? I need a guidebook. Unfortunately, I think it's too early to tell, and by the time that we actually do have a quarantine dating handbook, I think it's going to be too late. But now, before we get to our other stories, let's hear from this week's sponsor, Raycon. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you are listening to, not what your roommates, significant other, children, neighbors, or whoever else may be around are listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and that they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands that you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice, noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable that they're perfect for conference calls, binging podcasts, or as I use them, for working out on a daily basis. I've been working out with them, and the things that I love about them are that they come with several different ear attachments, I guess you would call them, so you can always find a pair that fits you and they never fall out of your ears like other earbuds that I've used in the past. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com scaries. That's buyraycon.com scaries for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash scaries. And now, some more stories. While the pandemic has had a negative impact on so many lives, some are finding positives in the slow-moving changes that they're seeing in their own lives. 
The next story is not only about two people making it work, but a lesson in how to sustain most relationships, whether they began during COVID-19 or not. Kathleen, 25, wrote in, We met on Hinge and started texting until we'd been texting for so long that it just seemed ridiculous that we hadn't spoken face to face. So we started having weekly FaceTime dates that we would get waist up, dressed up for until finally after two months, we had a quote distance date, getting takeout from a restaurant, having a picnic at a park that was open. By the time we met in person, it felt like we already knew each other and we were already talking about being exclusive by the second in-person date and by the third it didn't feel like a quarantine couple anymore, but just a regular relationship. It sounds lame, but we found so far that there are three C's of quarantine dating. So I guess maybe I was wrong. Maybe there is somewhat of a guidebook. But she continues, the first C is communication, talking all day, any way you can. The third, or the second C is consideration. It's a weird time for everyone, so be patient with what's available and what works. And the third C, commitment. You need to be honest with what you're looking for and willing to commit if you expect the other person to break quarantine for you. The drawn out waiting to meet in person made us get to know each other in ways that drinks at a bar hadn't for me in the past. And having someone who you're slowly getting to know during COVID made everything more bearable and less lonely. And I don't want to undersell the three C's that she talked about. When you're dating in quarantine or you're dating from a distance, that all-day communication, it does help. Sometimes it can be overkill, but it definitely does help. The consideration, I think, is the most important one, especially during the quarantine. It's a weird time for everyone, like she said, and you just have to understand that certain moods aren't because of that person's actions or anything else. It might just be because the quarantine and the weight of the world is getting you down. And then finally, the commitment. If you're going to break quarantine for somebody, you probably want to make sure that they're worth breaking it for because, you know, you don't want to contract anything just because you wanted to go make out with somebody in a park. But while most of these stories are derived directly from quarantine, our next story was actually revived by quarantine. Jake, 28, said, I dated this girl about four years ago. We were both really young and immature when we were in a relationship. I was her first real serious boyfriend. I was just an immature prick, frankly. Fast forward to now, we both lived a million lives since. She dated a few more guys over the years, wanted to change the scenery, and moved to New York. We both used to live in Chicago, I'm still in Chicago, and her mom and aunt still live in Chicago as well. Quarantine and COVID happened and she finally felt the need to get out of town and come back to Chicago. To my surprise, she reached out when she came back to catch up. I had absolutely zero expectations when we first met up to talk and I thought it'd be weird and awkward maybe last an hour or two. We sat on the front porch on a warm summer night and talked about everything under the sun for five and a half hours. There definitely was still a spark there. We both knew it. We realized, and it could be revisionist history, how good for each other we were outside of the issues that arose out of our immaturity. She would always want to see me, and I had roommates at the time, and when I would say no, she would get incredibly upset because to her it was me saying I wouldn't want to see her. Which, I mean, to be fair, she might have been right there. I couldn't get frustrated too easily over the fact that she was insecure because I felt I was doing everything I could to show her she didn't need to be insecure. Now, I live alone and have grown up and so is she. Everything I am now, this more grown up version of myself, is because of her and that first try at the relationship. And same goes for her. Thanks to quarantine and coronavirus, we're giving it another shot. She's here for the foreseeable future and wants to be back in Chicago full time. She's eventually going back to New York and we discuss what, will, what it will be like when she does and we decided that it was indeed worth it. I can't believe this has happened, but I could not be more happy that it has. We'll see how it goes, but I think we both know that the timing is finally right. And before our last story, let's hear from our final sponsor, Manscaped. 
If you're bored in the house, why not work on your physical appearance? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure that you're looking your best from top to bottom and everywhere in between. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their Lawnmower 3.0. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below the waist grooming. While you're probably looking for new things to do at home, why not make manscaping a part of your routine? If I've learned anything about quarantine, it's that taking care of my body has taken precedence over pretty much everything else that I've been doing outside of work. And when it comes to grooming my body, yes, Manscaped has helped a lot. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with a new and improved lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent the manscaping accidents that you've seen before. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Inside the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. Subscribe to the perfect package and get a new replacement blade. Refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. For a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, which is $39 value add, and a patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped boxer brief. This is a perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with code SCARIES at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always have the right tools for the job. Like I said, get 20% off and free shipping with code SCARIES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SCARIES. Make sure playing with your balls is the best part of your day. Thanks, Manscaped. And this week's final story is one that I identify all too well with, but in a good way. Movies will lead you to believe that saying I love you is kind of an idyllic moment. Whether you're on a patio somewhere with Christmas lights during the middle of summer, or you're just in a field having a heartfelt moment, or maybe in a restaurant over a romantic dinner, but sometimes the world just has other plans as Connor, age 26, wrote in. He said, We started going on dates but right before quarantine lockdown began after meeting on Hinge. We had gone on a couple of dinner dates and attended a concert together as we were both big music fans. We clicked much faster than we anticipated. Then, once the citywide lockdown began, we confided in each other to help keep our minds off the increasingly frightening news. We listened to our favorite records, shared meals, lots of takeout, went on plenty of walks, watched lots of movies, and had plenty of insightful conversations. The lack of human interaction and social gatherings gave us the opportunity to get to know each other better than we would have otherwise. Really, the only negatives were not being able to see live music together and go to our favorite bars. Since my birthday was during the height of quarantine, she decided to throw me a small birthday party at her apartment with my closest friends. With plenty of beer, snacks, and delicious cake, and blasting our favorite songs from high school, there were many reasons that this will be one of my most memorable birthdays to date. My favorite moment, though, was when we were having such a blast and she accidentally spit out the words, I love you. Two weeks later, I returned the message when she brought up how embarrassed she was for saying it so soon. I had wanted to say it before that night, truthfully. She and I are still happily dating. We don't see that ever slowing down. And in a weird way, I'm so thankful for these strange times bringing her into my life. I can't wait to see what else life throws at us. And as for me, as someone who was also on the receiving end of their significant other accidentally blurting out I love you in an unexpected moment, ours was on the phone, something tells me that it's more of a blessing than a curse.
If you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter at Sunday Scaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries, or you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Will DeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.